Fam, it's Jamie. Thank you so much for checking out Things in Space. Things in Space! We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is you are listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free and comes with 10 sound sets, 10 that are included to get you started. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. It's Saturday. It's 6 o'clock. There's a tail hidden up in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. (gasps) Last time, according to the ship's log. The crew of the scourge wiggled their way out of the warrens. They had been battered down by the overwhelmingly oppressive combatants within the bunker. Too many enemies had appeared and too much damage had been taken. They needed a reprieve. So retracing their steps, they followed the same pathway out and with nib and toe emerged from the sewers in front of Checkpoint Labu. The danger was not gone in the land of Asano Town. The streets were quiet, but danger was like a mist in the air. Nevertheless, they had accomplished their mission, and to Nib, they were heroes. All returned to the apartment of Nib and uh, Tyress. After a brief moment of tension between the ex-wives, the group set about a moment of peace. Nib was ecstatic to learn every detail about the incident at Far Portal Station, Insistent that a ship and fire whale emerging from a portal around the sun could only mean that there were whole species and colonies deeper in the sun. Nib begged the crew to join the Deep Cultures Institute. Unfortunately, as Tyress pointed out, the Institute existed in a different bubble on the far side of the burning archipelago. In order to leave, the Sunrise Collective needed to be dealt with first. The night passed without interruption. Mog and Abedzikak spoke of beliefs and gods. Nono listened, and Detrian and Captain Phoenix slept soundly. The next day, they awoke, along with the Ekeshti named Veki, who clearly struggled with addiction. The heroes offered to get him some help, leaving Onowewi Officer Mims to assure that it happened. A brief stop at a store called Hank's Stuff caused excitement for the party. Hank, a very popular name in the packed worlds, had quality goods along with the dealings in the black market rug weapon trade. Some deals were made, but others were cut short. Either way, the crew rallied themselves for another foray into the Warrens. Through the muck and mire, they traversed again. With a new destination set by Mog's quick study of a previously seen map, the heroes went through the sewers into the Warrens and cautiously stepped across the sandy tunnels. Before long, they saw in the distance the end to their arduous journey. In the distance, the ground sloped up, creating an underground mountainside. Dotting the landscape like ants, troop movement could be seen coursing the pathways of a zoo-like facility. At the precipice, a structure loomed. This stronghold could only be the holding, holding the leaders of the Sunrise Collective. With their mission in front of them, the crew snuck in using the Chewy tactic. But too much noise alerted the troops. Now, stuck between a force larger than ever faced before, or failure, the crew awaited their fate. And now join me as we traverse the night sky. You will get this, Mug. Don't let yourself get in the way. Kelhitha said. Kelhitha was Mog's favorite instructor and a very capable Lashunta woman. Despite her encouragement, 
embarrassment seeped from Mog like an ooze. With great strain, he attempted to telekinetically lift a large sphere with swirling green insides from the table before him. It stayed. Suddenly, the world appeared around Mog. The moment of solitude was gone as he became acutely aware of the large rectangular classroom he was in. Its white walls brightly bounced natural light in coordination with the windows. His classmates lined the walls in a large circle, their eyes fixated on the struggling Asharu. Realizing he had lost concentration, Mog focused again. The sphere still sat motionless, its swirling interior a cruel prank to his intentions. A few seconds passed, and another few. Then, ever so slightly, the sphere rose from the table and hovered for a moment, almost staring at Mog, before moving away from him and toward the hand of Kelhitha. You must realize strength of effort alone will never yield the results you wish. The mind must be in harmony to achieve a sustainable and responsible power. Mog tried to accept Kelhitha's words. He nodded in understanding, but underneath he was thinking about those in the class that had successfully lifted the sphere weeks before this day, and that he was in the increasing minority of those that had yet to lift it. The day dragged on, but eventually Mog found himself meandering through the hall that led to his quarters. He lifted his wrist and waved the base of his watch over the door's control panel. The door opened to the familiar state of his room. Gears, tools, scraps, and all kind of machinery littered the floors, the room's floor. And in the middle of it all was Pionke. The small Raxolite whom Mog had met during orientation was sitting atop a small hill of metal parts. As Mog shuffled inside, he stepped carefully as though he was a mother avoiding her four-year-old's Lego monstrosity. Pionke looked up and chuckled softly. Sorry. There is nothing that needs forgiving, Pionke, Mog said. Pionke put down her tools and slid down the side of her small gear hill. Did you move it? No, I did not. Oh, Mog, I'm sorry. You know you will. I think I will go to sleep now, friend. Or we could go out. We could get iced beezles. Mog had already made his way to his bed and was now completely covered by his blanket. Maybe another time. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I understand. Um, sleep well. Monk closed his eyes and tried to not focus on his pain, but it was all that was on his mind. The only thing that pulled him away from his thoughts was the distracting sounds of Pionke's cranking and hammering. Eventually, Mog let himself be distracted and fell asleep to the sounds of the methodical tink, 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 which put Mog's mind in tempo. His dreams flashed picture by picture like looking through a kaleidoscopic mindscape, but every other picture was one of horror. The old memory of seeing his own dead body in front of him cycled through his mind until it was all that pervaded it. He was only a boy then, but it still it affected him nightly. The clarity shocked him. He was dead, but he wasn't. The next morning, Mog's eyes opened with a startle, like a drowned person grasping their first breath of air. He was facing the white wall his bed was up against. He rolled over, off to his side, and onto his back, and then took a deep breath before getting up. The dreams drifted, as they often do, but the image was always there. He made sure to be quiet as to not wake Pionke. 
Clearly trying to change his mood, Mog gathered his things and got ready for the day. He stepped over a particularly scattered mess on the floor and made his way to the door. Just as he was about to open it, he heard Pionke behind him. Wait, I almost missed you, she said. Do you have a moment before you leave or do you need to get going? What is it, Pionke? I'm doing anything I can to move ahead. Mog turned around to face her. Pionke hopped out of her tiny bed and opened the drawer of her nightstand, which stood twice as high. You feel like a failure. Trust me, I understand. But you're feeling that way because you think that you're weak and that's... (coughs) Pionke sneezed. She turned her around to face Mog. She stepped closer to him and reached up, her hands cupped together. Inside them was a locket necklace. It was mostly black and silver, various metals welded together with not much finish work done. Mog knew instantly that the noise he fell asleep to last night was an effort to create this. That day, orientation day, you taught me what strength truly means, and by contrast, what weakness isn't. Open it. The locket itself was a slender silver square with a small black slider on its right that released and sealed its contents. Mog pushed the slider open and opened it. Inside was a small, torn scrap of paper. It's a piece of my um, acceptance letter to Starfinder. We're honored to receive the talents of one such as yourself. Mog read aloud from the locket. Ever since we met, that sentence has taken on new meaning for me. I read it when I'm, I read it when I'm in need of some encouragement. I hope it can do the same for you. A tear slid down from Mog's right eye mandible and into a cavity at the base of his neck. Thank you, Pionke. I already feel stronger. As time shifts around Mog, strength of spirit is all but seen. Yet which strength will conquer this situation? Strength of will or physical prowess? Warriors assemble in front of the heroes. Pistols raise in unison at the party. As eight soldiers scramble in front of the crew, more noise is heard from behind. Layer after layer of cacophonous yells bundles upon itself. More soldiers are coming, and soon. So the question remains, what do you do? First off. Okay. I'm going to assume I'm sitting on top of Scriff, duct taped. Duct taped on top of, on top of Scriff, sure. Cool. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'll allow that. Great. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm going to make a strength check to rip the duct tape. Okay. Uh, or, well, I could, could I draw a pistol while my hands are duct taped? Uh, sure. Abs- I mean, you've got a lot of hands. So oh, that's true. I'm sure this is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Make it happen. Cool. Uh, I'm going to draw a pistol and, um, you know, take a shot because they don't seem like they're buying this chewy gig. Uh, yeah, I would I would think that's safe. Uh, they're kind of in a semicircle around the front of you. So. Cool. Okay. Uh, the closest guard that looks intimidating. Yeah, so intimidating. So I'm shooting at him. Yeah. Well, um, 
17, uh, 17 total. 17 total is a hit. Oh, okay. Uh, five points of damage. Five points of damage. That's so good. I'm proud of you. Hey. Um, does Scriff want to do anything? Uh, drawing my weapon was uh, my move action, so oh, yeah. I can't instruct him to do anything. Mm, tough. All right. We continue on. Captain Phoenix, it is your turn. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> and you said there's eight of them? Oh, there are eight of them, yeah. Hmm. At this point, do you think that they think we're all in cahoots? Um, I mean, it's it, it was pretty clear last time that uh, they didn't believe your shenanigans, and especially when one of the captives has just drawn a pistol and shot them, they might all not believe it. Cool. Uh, how far away are they from me? Oh, they're about 20 feet. Okay. Um, You could just boop me and tell them you're trying to keep me in order. I don't know. That's what, that's where my, my brain first went, but I I wasn't sure how badly we screwed it up last time. It's up to you. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not taking away agency. You could do whatever you want. All right. So then I'm going to, uh, walk away. I would assume Nono's kind of like right next to me. Right. Yeah, it went, uh, it was like Captain Phoenix, No-No, Abedzagak, Mog, and Detrium was at the back. Okay, so I'm going to quickly run up to No-No and like make it look forceful without hurting No-No and and disarm the, uh, disarm her and take away the gun. Okay. And I would like to fix it on No-No. So I will I will then point the gun at No-No. Okay. And I will say, don't you move, prisoner. And I'll turn to the guys and I'll just look at them and I'll say, I, I, I apologize for this. Um, it seems they're getting even more tricky. To- <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a word. Dang it. Um, um. <laughs> Love it. Lost it. Just move on. Uh, all right. Roll a, uh, roll a uh, an ever important bluff check. Great. Cool. Great. Cool. <laughs> That's a 22, Ben. A 22. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Let's see. I, I do want to roll the sense motive. Mm. I do want to roll it to see if I can. Well, that's a natural one. Uh, so that's not going to do it. So they're like, what? Uh, I don't, what? What's going on? Well, I don't know. Uh, and then that leads it to Mog's turn. Yes, I am a tricky prisoner. Tamed. And then I'll just look detained. Okay, you're going to look to tank. <laughs> Why don't you roll a bluff check as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling. There it is. A seven on the die plus two is nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, ooh. There you go. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, that one's, that one's not tied up either. Hey, you. In the front that just took her gun. Shoot him. 
Well, we need him for questioning. He's a very important witness to a crime against a fellow soldier. I am tricky and criminal. <laughs> Quiet, prisoner. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> I will be quiet, but yet still uh, unruly. <laughs> uh, just to let you all know, we've had a donation from Sarah BC one forty dollars for a Med AI for the table. Yay! Thank you, Sarah. I'm gonna need it because I'm gonna kill us all with my life. <laughs> uh, well, it's their turn, and uh, I mean, judging by the fact that. They they were so confused by you, Captain Phoenix, but also very, very confused by Mog. Uh-uh. I rolled a 22. Are they that confused, though? I rolled a natural 20 on his. So, uh, but he's uh, they, the prisoner. Exactly. I'm a liar. You know? Okay, he's that's liar. fair. That's fair. He is a liar. And they say, no, no, no. That one's too dangerous <laughs> to, to leave. We're all going to shoot him. Uh, hmm. And so they okay. all Four. shoot. All <laughs> it was it was worth a shot. Oh. All eight of them oh. at Mog. <laughs> okay, uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, that's a sixteen to hit against EAC. Yeah, Sam, I can't really hear you that well. Are oh, you? Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, a little bit better. A little bit better. Okay. My EAC is 12. Okay. So... Oh, well, one of them critically misses. Uh, so I'm going to pull out from the critical fumble deck here. Uh, and this is a energy. Um, it says, need a new strategy. You can't make an attack of the same type as the fumbled attack for 1d3 rounds. So this guy, he's like... Aah! And he shoots and his gun... Uh, backfires and it's all overheating and uh, he's not going to be able to use that gun for quite some time. Um, But that was the first two. Uh, That one is an 11, so it doesn't hit. That one hits. And that one hits as well. That's three. Okay. So far, we're out of five out of the eight are shooting at Mog. Three have hit. Nice. Um, (laughs) That's again another hit. Basically, if I roll above a five, I hit. Um, Those are two more hits and one more. Uh, That's also another hit. Um, Yikes. Okay. (laughs) So I'm rolling five of these. I might as well roll them all at once because that's that's a lot. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. You're going to take 14 points of damage. Nice. <laughs> you have some some med AIs if you want. Can I use them now? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and use those. So uh, this floating, you know, little camera out of it pops patches. Uh, and Patches goes, oh, well, hello, Mog. Here you are. And, and heals you up. Um, and then they're like, oh, my God, he's got a robot, too. <laughs> uh, so, we got we to gotta get them all. Oh, good. It's a Benzagak's turn. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're going to see a Benzagak just feeling like, 
because clearly I want to like help my team with this lie that we're trying to pull, but also we're being attacked. Right. Well, technically we're not being attacked. Like you're not being attacked. It's only Mog who has been right, decided which is still a problem. to be too tricky to live. So think <laughs> about that. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to look over to my captain and say, Captain, you just say the word. Do you want me to pretend or do you want me to avenge our friend? Okay, I'm going to roll a perception check. Oh, okay, great. they definitely all heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but I said whisper. She's all the way at the front. You're in the um, back or you're in the middle. Do, do the guards know which of us that Abedzagak is talking to, though? This is, this is crazy. Nobody, what is going on? Ah, uh, screw it. I'm just going to smack this guy over the head with my rug. <laughs> okay, how so? Because I believe that your hands were manacled. Oh, God, Ben. Okay. Hit them while they're right. all tied up. Right. Manacles how about, how about <laughs> I headbutt this guy? I love this idea. So you're going to run up and headbutt somebody. The guy closest to me. Okay. And that... I have a question. I have... um cleave where on melee attacks i can attack two people at once so can i try to headbutt two <laughs> yes 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 you can absolutely like headbutt cleave. <laughs> yes so a bedzagak runs up to the one that no no just shot um and and is ready to cleave and as a bedzagak clears uh captain phoenix and, and no no you're the ones that are looking back Detrian's not there. You don't know what this means. Uh, you know, uh, occasionally he has done this sort of thing where he's snuck away and tried to uh, go at this with a more of a stealthy approach and kind of get a good shot in. But at this point, you don't see. Abedzagak, you run up and you headbutt cleave please make this happen so go for it you 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 make the first headbutt this is a melee attack right yeah yeah it's absolutely a melee attack <laughs> great uh, that's going to be a 16 a 16 yeah you hit against it for sure ah. um yeah you hit the first one roll your attack for the second one okay uh oh <laughs> uh, math 8 Eight, no, you you don't connect on the second one. You like swing through a hit and then you get a little ricochet, uh, but you don't uh, you don't get that uh, second hit in. Go ahead and roll damage one d four and okay. add your strength modifier. Two Great. questions, Ben. Yes. One, would you say that a bedzagak has enough? Uh, little pokies on their head that it would act as a spiked headbutt. And then also, Jess, Scott Denuso has given you an extra action as the BBBB. So if you want to headbutt somebody else, you can. Okay. Sure. I would like to spike headbutt somebody. Okay. All right. Sure, can I go, go for the second it. guy? Uh, yeah, you can You can spike headbutt. I'll give you a plus one for the spikes. Oh, boy. We've had more donations. BM McAllister, or B. McAllister has donated $60 Mog, I am saving Mog. Ben, stop it. Suck it, Ben Birch. Six med AIs for Mog. Stop Yay. it, Ben. Thank you so much. 
And CJ1163, $10 for Mog Health. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, Ben. Uh, We also have another one coming in from Archangel20, or Archangel27, $20, two med AIs for Mog. Do not hurt the squishy being. (laughs) Aw, squishy being. Thank you, guys. Suck it, Ben. Oh gosh, sorry. We just got the funniest comment from It's Lucas Martinez. How could these guys not recognize a Benzigak from her hit show, Vest, Vest in Space? <laughs> we have already established that it just doesn't get through the electromagnetic field of the sun. All right, that's why there's no Vests in Space. That's why they couldn't see uh, the the uh, far portal station crashing into the sun. But now that you're here, it's boosted out. So probably they could get, you know, vests in space here now, now that you've been here. Oh, I'm glad that's what we established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We established it way back, <laughs> way back. Good. Okay. First guy took seven points of damage. Seven points of damage, yikes, uh, from a headbutt. Okay. Yeah. And I would like to use my extra action now to try and uh, re headbutt the guy. And I would like to use my spikes, meaning I have an extra point, you said? Uh, I mean, yeah, you have an extra point of damage. Oh, damage. Okay. Damage. Yeah. Okay. And this was a melee and strength modifier? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> that's gonna be seventeen. Yeah, that's a hit too. All that's right, roll, roll your damage. Damage is gonna be three points of damage. Three points of damage. Okay. All right. Uh, we move on. Um, Sam, just to let you know, your microphone is a little low. Oh no, is it better now? He fixed it. Is it is so yeah. much better yeah. right now. Okay. Yay. I mean, that's amazing that you fixed it that fast. <laughs> it, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. It's automatically adjusting my volume, even though it's unclicked. I'm literally watching it go down as I talk. Oh, wow. Weird. Uh, wow. Okay. No, no. It is your turn. Uh, you have no weapon. You have no gun. You're riding Scriff. What do uh-huh. you want to do? Can I make a perception check? on the guards since motive or perception to see if they know who Abedzagak who Abedzagak was talking to uh sure roll a perception check who buddy okay where is my perception okay okay 23 23 uh, it seems like they were talking. It seems like Abedzagak was talking to Captain Phoenix, and that's what they believe. You also notice something interesting. They are all using pulsecaster pistols, which, if you remember, that was what Slick Nick was using. Right. Um, and there's something important about them is that they do non lethal damage okay i'm gonna try something okay uh and we'll take it from there uh i am going to look at a bedzagak from a top uh scriff and go i didn't say go 
trying to infer that I am the captain she's talking to, not the captain that might be trying to trick them into thinking that she's a guard. Okay. All right. Roll a bluff check. Oh, boy. Okie dokie. Do you have any stim packs that you could use? or uh, I will. Uh, anesthetic dart you. Why? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. If you're going to... Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to roll a sense motive. For sure. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. Natural 2021. Oh, my goodness. It's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous to even try to do anything against all of you. By the way, Crossbones AE has donated $30, two stim packs for GM Ben, and one stim pack for each of the table. Thank you, Crossbones. So 21, (laughs) natural 20 on my bluff. Yeah, they're like, oh, that, that one's a captain. We should shoot that one. Cool, but at least they're not looking at our captain. Okay, uh, and I... Would you consider that, like, a standard action? Sure. I will withhold the rest of my action. Okay. Captain Phoenix, it's your turn. I'm going to step forward, and I'm going to yell at these guys. But first, I have a question. Would I know what rank they were? Uh, roll a... Hmm. Roll a culture check. Okay. Ooh. 17 plus 4. 21. 21. I need to take all of your d20s and make them d10s. Uh, yeah, you, like, there are varying ranks. So there are a couple of lieutenants, um, and then the rest are grunts. Um, and it seems like there is one person in charge. What rank would I look like in my disguise? Well, you are just, you're just wearing clothes. Um, so why don't we let, lieutenant? why don't we let the dice decide, Katie? Uh, what number do you like? One or two? Uh. One. No, two. Wait. Mm, uh. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna roll a D two, a D two in chat, and see what I get. And that uh, be- while you're on Katie's turn, Sarah BC one has donated seventy five dollars for a good agent of chaos for Cap. Nice. All right. You're gonna also need to roll me that D ten, Katie. Oh, so wow. what? What do you like? One or two? Uh, it didn't work. So let's. Oh gosh, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> so much pressure uh two two yeah it's a one and so therefore you do not look like a lieutenant you look like a grunt but roll a d10 who knows you may get something great i'm a grunt undercover (laughs) five five all right so uh this black hole opens up over your and a, a little fireworks squirts out of it and it's just happy fourth of july it pops in front of your face and it says message from mims oh, <laughs> oh, oh mims oh. my yeah, favorite well, person hello, hello uh <laughs> ma'am it's good to see you you're doing really great 
Um, you just to let you know, you're gonna get a plus one for everything that you do uh, for the remainder of this combat. So, <laughs> I just I'm here to inspire you and honorary because I'm honorary officer Bibbs. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Is there a way to just turn it off? <laughs> oh uh, no, uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm I'm programmed in now. They've got me some for some reason. I'm locked into your communication. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. What rank are you? Uh, I'm an honorary officer. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a? Is this you said it was like a firework? But is it like a screen or something? I can't believe you rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. This is happening. I'm gonna turn honorary no, it's, it's, officer it's, Mims. It's in your it's, oh, it's in your communication. In yeah. Great. Oh, so I'm here. gonna pull out my earpiece and I'm gonna walk right up to the first guy who's right there and I'm gonna say, You fools, you're allowing these prisoners and their trickery to mess with your brains. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> this is bad. I need you. To listen right now. Oh, and I'm putting Mims in their ear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you have given your good wild magic, uh, your, your good agent of chaos of Ottawa Officer Mims, who's only trying to help. No, I'm not giving them, I'm not Put giving it in their them ear, that. And then they get plus one. I like where your head's at here, Katie. Oh. Uh, so you move up, you give them Honorary Officer Mims. What do, you, what do you expect Mims to say at this point? I want I want Mims to distract him oh, because help. he doesn't stop talking. It's fine. I'm keeping my plus one, Ben. You can't take it. Away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was, I think it was brilliant, Katie, because you used was, an agent of chaos chaotically. Yeah, uh, listen. I'm like, if Officer Mims is gonna be there, like, I expected it to be like, cool. Here's the plus one, like, bloop. It, okay, into the system, great. But I wasn't expecting it to just be like words of encouragement from Mims. So <laughs> I blame you, Ben, for not explaining it in a way. And, and oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> uh, he's so encouraging. Uh, <laughs> is that your turn? So you go up, you move up, and you hand over Officer Mims to try and distract them. No, I move up and I cast overheat. It's a 15, it's a cone, and I'm going to hit as many of them as I can. Okay, you can hit three of them. Great. I'm going to try to do that, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) 19 on the die, that's a pass. 16 on the die, that's a pass. Uh, That one, you may have gotten one with a 10. So, uh, cool. yeah, you got got one. So, that's going to be... Oh boy, that was funny. How many? How much damage am I? Are you? Are you dealing? Two d eight. Well, I mean, you could tell me what it was. What? Roll your damage. Oh yeah, I, I was just about to tell you. That's ten total. Ten total. So one of them takes ten points of damage. Uh, takes it right to the gut. Uh, he's like, oh, that that one hurt. She's she's bad. Did you all know she's bad? And the other ones were like, well, we kind of expected it uh, <laughs> after this whole conversation. It's very strange right now, but we should kill them all. Um, <laughs> Mog, it's your turn. 
I can cast Mind Thrust, even shackled up, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will do so. Okay. Uh, the one that Katie blasted real good just then. Okay. Um, is still standing, correct? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to Mind Thrust that dude. Okay. DC 14. Here we go. Ooh, will save. That is a 15 on my will save. All right. Well, don't be a cheater. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I rolled an 11. They got a plus four. So get out of here. Oh, I rolled 15 points of damage. Well, half of that is uh, is seven. So you, you didn't kill him. Oh, what? Oh, no. Hey, uh, Mog, why don't you roll a perception check? You got it. Hey, Ben, just quickly. Um, would it have been a plus one on that damage? Yeah, it would have. It would have. Oh, so that's an eleven then. Okay, which would kill that one guy. So that one guy's uh, he's unconscious. Congratulations. Thank Mom. you, Sarah. Rude. One out of eight. Uh, what'd you got, Sam? I can't hear you. What did? What's your perception? My perception is twenty-three. Okay. Uh, as you are saying that, you notice that there are eight more guards that suddenly appear behind you. Uh, they uh, are are really kind of just closing you in in a circular formation, and now you're trapped in the center of a circle. I would like to take my move action, okay, <laughs> and say, "We are so tricksy," and then drop <laughs> drop to the floor and look unconscious. Okay, yeah, you drop to the floor. <laughs> You pulling a possum? <laughs> it's gonna do the same thing. Good on you. Okay, just um, play dead. <laughs> roll a bluff check. Twelve. Uh, <laughs> well, all right. I'm gonna roll one cent motive for the whole thing. Seventeen on the die. Uh, don't worry, that one's not dead. He, he was just talking. He was just talking. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, yeah, but is that your, so that's your turn. It was good. I liked it. It was a good option. Uh, man, I got to roll so many attacks right now. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, so there's what, there's 15 people here. Um, and you see that the, the leader just steps up and goes, bag him and tag him. And, uh, they all like, rush in to kind of they try and grab you um so each can of you I are move, gonna get can i use my move action yeah you want to use move action yeah I, I i i would like to drop to my back on the ground and go submissive okay all right so i've got a mog who's submissive and a no-no who's submissive Scriff uh, will also go submissive so script just kind of like i don't want to take these out. yeah I'm gonna, um, can I take an instant action, an instantaneous action? Sure, what is it? Cool, so I'm going to cause a bright flash of light to fill the area, and okay. each creature within the area must succeed at a fortitude save or be dazzled for one round per level, and I'm okay. a level... What am I, two? Two? Two. Uh, and, so this um, would include Mog, No-No, and Abedzagak. But they're playing dead, so their eyes are closed. Definitely not. A I, no, I just said I was being submissive, like a puppy who wanted a belly rub. Great. I'll just make the fortitude save. It's okay. My eyes are I trust you. And any creature that rolls a natural one is also blinded for one round. Okay, I've got two that are are not okay. 
Uh, I've got... Wow, that was a good roll. Um, I've got four that are okay right now. So that's one, two, three, four. All right. What was the DC? Here's the next three. I don't know. I've got two more that are okay. One that is not... 14. Okay, I rolled a 14. Uh, I've got one that rolled a natural one. So one of the guys that just ran up is blinded. Uh, And... Uh, I've got, wow, I've still got so many more to roll. Uh, those are all fine. And those are fine as well. Okay, so you've got four, uh, four that are dazzled, one that you just straight up blinded, um, and now, uh, now it's their turn. Um, and they're coming in, and they're, they're looking to, like, just grab hold of everybody. Um, and let me just remind you that some of you are manacled already. Um, so this was the bad plan. Two quick yeah. questions. One, yes. is my audio any better? A little bit. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and two, I'm not allowed to use meta to heal stamina points, right? That's hit points only. Oh no, you can use it to heal stamina points as well. Oh, oh. can I, can I do that now? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I will use seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, Thank you, everyone, so much. <laughs> uh, so, Jess, these first three were coming after you. Oh, boy. Um, I've got a natural 20 on there. So, Yikes. Um, well, uh, yeah, against... You just see that Abedzagak gets tackled to the ground, um, taken down. These next three are coming up against Captain Phoenix. That one's a leaner. All right, the two of them combined together, that is going to be uh, a 22 against your KAC plus eight, Katie. Yeah. All right, so they are, they are, they've grabbed on to Captain Phoenix. The submissive uh, no no, they absolutely have in their clutches. Ben, what's the difference between the AC versus combat maneuvers number? Uh, combat maneuver is so the combat maneuver, the combat defense maneuver is KAC plus eight. That's right. what they've made that in our portfolios. Yeah, so that's what they've made right. doing any combat maneuver uh, against. It's very difficult, but when you have a lot of people, it's like, why not try it? Um, and so, okay, so it's it's that's not you were just going for straight KAC, right? No, I was going KAC plus eight. So the the CMD. Oh, well, then that would have been a 22. Okay, so I did get you. Yeah. Um, all right. And uh, definitely got the downed Mog as well. Everybody's all grappled up. And you can see that during all of this, they just they just start to... Well, they, they take these Pulse Caster pistols and they just... They toss it like a bags over you and just... <laughs> until you all are unconscious. <gasps> Great. Dewey plan worked. We got in. <laughs> <laughs> and Detra is out there somewhere. <clears throat> Never tell me a, the odds. It's more of a Leia plan right now. Huh. <laughs> get captured and have somebody rescue us yeah each one of you as you 
sleep. You are... Um, we gain back all our hit points. You have this notion in your head, this moment that's stuck in there. It keeps flashing over and over and over again. Mog, for you, it's, it's this moment of, of seeing your self dead in the, in the ship as you traipsed about looking for fun. No, no, for you, it's this explosion that you cause, this reason why you're chased by bounty hunters across the land that you know that you are an outlaw. Bedzagak, it's, it's your family. You see this look of this proud and noble family that has all the rights to stand up with the rest of the Vesks and show their proud glory, and you're not in that picture. And Phoenix, it's the same, same vision you have, the same nightmare you have night after night. A thin, white, triangular face sucking your memories from you. All of a sudden you hear a ting, 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 ting. Mog, for you, it almost, it almost sounds like when Pionke was working on, on your necklace. What is it? It's a locket. Locket. Thank you. A cage of unknown origin holds you. The metallic bars glitter from the neon sign on the other side. In Lashunta, the sign flickers exit, although no exit seems to exist. Suddenly, a lamp flickers to life in front of you, and you see a Lashunta man, only known through videos. Standing in front of you is Zalen Trinipol. Ah, so you're the ones that seem to be causing all this ruckus down here. Is that true? Uh, no. Hmm. Yes, I definitely believe you. If I... If ruckus is what you want to call it, then yes, yes, it was us. What do you want? Well, my men tell me that you tried to break into our little facility here. I'm wanting to know why. Remember, he's played by John Hamm. Right. Just want to bring that up. I'm so bad at being the leader because I forgot why we are here. Hmm. <laughs> You re- recall um, that you are here because this place got shut down. It, it got locked down by a paramilitary group, the Sunrise Collective, and Zalen is at the head of that organization. 
And we've been told we need to get to the Deep Cultures Institute, which is not here. So we have to get the lockdown lifted to get out of here. Got it. Right? Yeah, absolutely true. So then I'll just tell him, we're just trying to go home. Hmm. So you lived in the Warrens, huh? That's very interesting. I didn't know things lived down here. I'm pretty sure they were brought here or the military. They had their time down here. No, I think that you were sneaking in here. Yes, we were sneaking. Uh We need this lockdown lifted. We want to go home. Right. Let me just tell you a little something. There is no home anymore. This is your world. Congratulations, you have a new home. It's right here. Enjoy it. You'll be here for forever. Do you know why? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Mm. Yes, I am. Is he standing in front of us or is he on a thing? I mean, he's standing pretty close in front of you. Absolutely. Cool, can I cast a spell? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> you cast a spell. I just dropped my d20 somewhere. Um, yeah, I think, she, can I... I think she said a spell. Oh, you want to cast a spell? Yeah, oh gosh, absolutely. Hold on. While my she d20. tries to get her d20, uh, Sarah BC1 donated $25 to a Bedzagak. Okay. Uh, she also gave me an extra action as the BBBB. Oh. Have been followed by the Heathen Games. <gasps> gifted a sub, three more subs. Elite Trooper 348 has resubbed for 27 months. You guys, thank wow. you. That's Thanks, impressive. guys. How close is he to me? Uh, I mean, this is a this is a 30-foot room. Uh, so you're in one side. He's probably about 15 feet away from you. Okay. Then I will cast... Junk Shard. Okay. Uh, you cast Junk Shard, which is the one I can never look up. So tell me what I have to do. Right. It's a it's a reflex is half. Okay. Oh, you know what? My overheat was also half, technically. Yeah, I, I did. Okay, good. Um, and that would be a range touch for me. Ooh, oh, okay. Yes, range touch. So you have to touch. Uh, Sorry, no, no, no. Time. Range close, excuse me. Okay. Uh, so you go ahead. You have to make an attack roll first. Yep. <laughs> Natty 19. Okay. Plus, uh, plus three. So 22. 22. Uh, 22 would hit. So I get a reflex save now. You do get a reflex save. Okay. How does a 19 do for a reflex save? Uh, you're going to get half damage. Right. Now, what if they have an evasion? I don't know. They're you can going to have to explain that. Well, evasion just means that whenever they would take half damage, mm. they take no damage. What if I would have sunk your uh, 19? Well, would that have happened before I told you what happened? Absolutely. Yes. But now... I think you're stuck with what it was. Ah, I see that you're uh, feisty. Well, perhaps one day you could be shifted to our mentality. You see, this land needs a strong ruler. Someone who isn't afraid to deal with all the problems that are presented in a sauna town. 
Everyone up there is too weak, too feeble-minded to deal with anything. This land has been tormented by evil thoughts pervading through our minds, thoughts of doom, thoughts of death, thoughts of destruction for far too long. And, and no one... what, may I ask, do you think weakness is? Mm. Weakness. I think is lacking the ability to do anything about it. That's why I'm stepping in. A nice, charming face that people will listen to. We can call in, we can get more help, but we also will take care of the problems ourselves. With death and destruction and doom, everything you hated about those people. Hmm. Yes. But the difference is, I'm doing it for a purpose. Enjoy yourselves. You'll be in there a long while. Why have you oh. not killed us? Mm. Well, my men need to train against something. Anyone? So what's this purpose? Are you going to tell us or not? Since clearly we're all just going to die anyway. And he leaps. Leaves with a smile on his face. Is he... Do I feel he's gone, gone? Are we alone? You do feel like he is gone, gone. Mm. He spoke of trying to turn you to his side, Captain. Perhaps there is an advantage there if we are able to convince him that his dreams could be a reality. What? You think we should call him back and I should just beg to be a part of his team like he wouldn't see that as a tactic from us? No. I do not think that would be a believable lie, but perhaps over time, a better constructed one may be effective. I do agree. That is a good course of action, but that must mean that we all have to survive for as long as we can. Hmm. Let me ask you all a question that I think is important for your player, for, for your characters to respond to. If you were to spend days in prison cells, um, what would you do? Meditate. What, what would we do? Yeah, what would you do with those days? Well, are they, are they, are, is he, sorry, is he going to stay true to his word of having us fight against his, his men? Or is he just leaving us in there for now? Well, I mean, you don't know. I'm just asking you a, a hypothetical question that if your characters were left for days within <laughs> a uh, prison cell, what would they do? Are we in solitary or do we have a group much like this? There are four cells lined up. One, two, three, four that you are in. Um, so it's a little bit solitary, but uh, you're also, you know, next to each other. You can see one another. Do I have Scriff? Uh, Scriff is... Uh, you can see that Scriff is turned off in a corner. <clears throat> what I would do is I would lay low and devise a plan with everyone. 
Okay. I would chip off a chunk of cement. <laughs> and I would hold that cement in my hand. Hopefully that cement, you know, is writable, much like chalk, if you okay. will. Um, and I would write poetry on the walls and I would share a poem every day with my group. Is her camera still broadcasting? Oh no, it's also shut off okay. and in the corner. Oh man. I, I honestly don't <laughs> think Phoenix <laughs> I don't think Phoenix would be too afraid of this guy right now because she knows Detrian's out there. Okay. So I think she's just gonna like either wait and call this evil guy's bluff or they can if they can manage to stay there for as long as possible, go with Mom's plan because it's a good plan. All right. Do I have my uh, boop, 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 Your boop, personal boop. calm unit. Yep. That yeah, thing. absolutely. Uh, Nono would definitely spend the first day or two in kind of a madness trying to hack back into uh, Scriff. Yeah. Oh. Important question. Where's the rug? Oh, I have it. No, it's over there by <laughs> Scriff, and like they know that the rug is. <laughs> they don't I know that. Just, they do not. I can just get Scriff turned on. I can get you the rug. Just, just let me try, okay? I'm gonna get you the rug, Budgetak. Every song I write is gonna be being without the thing that makes me feel the most safe, which is my best friend. And Don't my say- weapon of choice. Okay. I thought you were going to say your best friend was the rug and yeah, no yeah, one was about to lose it. <laughs> no! That's hey, I thought she was going with that. Yeah. You know how I have that ability to like slime ooze on the floor? Yeah. Can I slime ooze all over my skin? Sure. <gasps> and then can I try to slide out of the cell? Yeah. Um, like Alex Mack? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, 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 yes. I, I, why don't you roll a... Uh, oh, man. Let's call this an acrobatics check. Oh, I'm really acrobatic. Yeah, I figured. Wait, before I roll. What <laughs> <laughs> are these stims? All right, I got one stim. I'm using it. Okay. I rolled an 18. All right, one so- for the stim. Plus All right. zero for my decks. So 19. <laughs> 19. Uh, you see that Mog is able to like <laughs> slime and, and goop his way through this. And right as he does, uh, you, you see this, um, the door opens and there is a, uh, a blue android with orange hair that steps in like really ripped looking. And he just kind of stares at you, Mog. I slide back into the cell. (laughs) And he slides back into the cell. And you notice that he brings you food on a tray and he sets it down for you. And then he leaves. I try to slide back out of the cell. (laughs) Roll another acrobatics check. What? Wait, this... we, we haven't seen any androids. We've only seen Lashunta's and 
Ifrit, right? Yeah. Does this seem normal? I, I don't know if it does, does it? You tell me if it's normal. No. Yeah, I would say it's probably not normal. This is bull poop, Ben. I rolled an 11. Okay, yeah, you definitely don't How make it through this How dare time. you? I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take 20? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, because every time you do it, this this blue android comes back and kind of points it back into this into the cell. They don't they don't do anything. They just point back in. Okay. Well, then this next time I don't go back in. No, and then you you are forced. He pushes you back in. Damn there. Okay. Fine. <laughs> days after days of this go on. Momentary glimpses of of hope and none comes you see that this this android he he comes in he never talks to you but he brings you food every single time till finally one day he steps into the room shakes his head presses the button on the wall and your cells open. Oh, it was just a button on the wall? You never tried any of the buttons. You spent days <laughs> trying trying things and there was just a button on the wall. It was actually right next to Captain Phoenix's cell. Oh my God. Uh, but, you know, nobody ever thought to reach out and and push the button. You skipped us five days ahead. Yeah, you did. you did. You did. You <laughs> did. It's our fault. Oh, Phoenix is pissed because she ran out of whiskey on like day one. <laughs> Glad she got to smuggle that in there. That's awesome. Yeah. And and he leaves. This android just walks out of the room. Uh, thank you. He just kind of grunts. <clears throat> and he leaves. Nobody move. Does anyone have a rock, a, 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 a something we can throw? I do. I've been holding it this whole time. Could you throw it outside <laughs> of yourself? Probably, but do you want to hear what I wrote? I just wrote it right now. Oh, yes. 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 Okay, this was from last uh, Wednesday morning. I was at, it was at like an all-time low. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Everything that ever made me glad, it's gone. <laughs> and now I'm very sad. I thought my life was set with my friends in a carpet. They're the only things I ever had. Okay, you can have the rock now. <laughs> no, I, I uh, that was that was beautiful. Thank you. Do you want to hear the one I wrote last week? Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. The answer yes. is always yes and, Jess. <laughs> you got another one prepped? <laughs> Here, I'll buy you 10 seconds. It, I did love, it's like this Martinez's comment while ago uh, that said that Abedzigak was going to write some Johnny Cash-style prison songs. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I very much enjoyed your little song there, Abedzigak. Thanks. 
question. Is it a poem or a song? What is the difference? Well, I'll tell you right now, a poem is not sung. Does not have any kind of musicality to it. Although that's not entirely true. If you want to really want to go into like poetry when it comes to things like alliteration and automatopoeia, they have styles of rhythm and things like that. So technically, poetry is quite musical, but it depends on your delivery, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you. I You're welcome. Appreciate it. How many days have we been here? A long time. <laughs> I mean, there's about there's about ten poems right. that it seems like Abedzagak has written. You know, so make sure that if you want to go through all of them, I think we should go through the 10 poems um, just for posterity's sake. Okay. Posterity's sake, right? All right. Here's number two. Uh, boop, boop, boop. You know what they say. Boop, boop, boop about quality acid. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> it's all quality. Boop, boop, boop. Beep, boop, boop, <laughs> oh boy oh jess you're my friend two uh, more and eight more to go <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking how many days because i feel like at this point phoenix would have been hearing these songs and poems <laughs> oh yeah constantly um, absolutely and is given up given up she's out of whiskey and unless her whiskey glass can be a bag of holding, like um, Willa Ridley suggested it, it could be. So then, uh, but anyway, um, Abedzagak, would you, uh, we'd love to hear more of your okay. beautiful Phoenix of- for the <laughs> captain. Phoenix, would you like a napkin? <laughs> that okay. was... Revolutionary. Because because <laughs> Ness of the Lake called Ness says Jess needs a point, and they are absolutely true. Jess, because of all this, you get a point of inspiration. Thank you so much. Uh you've you've definitely earned it. So I think I asked for it. <laughs> oh boy. Please, would you take that rock and throw it outside of your cell, please? Uh, it's the only thing that's kept me sane for this. <laughs> okay, okay. Is is Phoenix wearing any like any of her gear besides her flask? I mean, no, just the flask. I mean, you know, you were stripped of that armor. Uh, you were stripped of that like. You were stripped of that outfit. You can't pull any more chewies. All right, but uh, you, you can't you can't wear any more of that. But you do see that all of your stuff is just piled in a corner. I, have, oh, go I think I know the idea you're thinking of, Phoenix. Perhaps I can use my psychokinetic hand to lift an object and place it on the floor in front of ourselves. No, use it to grab our gear. Mm, okay. Boy. For some reason, I didn't do this in the five days that I would have done it. <laughs> I mean, it's just a thought but escaped somehow, your brain, Somehow, right? I didn't think of anything as time flew by instantly. Oh well, God. to be fair, <laughs> it was in a locked container, Sam, that it was in a locked container that when the button was pressed, you oh, know, it opened too. up the container as well. So the whole too. time, the whole time is like, you just could have used the button, but y'all didn't think about using the button. Oh my God. I, wait, I, wait, oh wait, 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 Captain, Captain, yes. um, are you afraid? something's gonna happen to us like we're gonna get 
jilted as we walk out of ourselves? Well, it wouldn't be the first time I've experienced something about walking into a room before. And okay. this seems too easy. Okay, okay, wait, wait. I got an idea. And Nono's going to take her pink ribbon out of her braid. <gasps> and, like from one hand in through the open doorway, like towel flip it out the doorway. Okay. And then if like, nothing happens, she's going to like <laughs> jangle it out the doorway and then kind of like toss it through. Yeah. I, it's, apparently Nono is a ribbon dancer because <gasps> I mean, you're just ribbon dancing and it, it, nothing it's, happens to your ribbon. Can I, can I poke a toe over the side? Oof, wait, I don't it, want anything to happen to you. It's my special ribbon. Nothing happened. Yes. <laughs> um, but first, since we did time jump five days without us getting to explore what we could do, um, can I try to use also a psychokinetic hand? And can Mog and I use our psychokinetic hands together and try to grab our gear and slide it over to us? Yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely. Gear lifts up, no problem. Comes over to you. Then I turn it sideways through the bars. Oh no, the doors are open. You don't. Even oh yeah, know. right. So okay, so I grab my gear and put it on, and I have my pistol and all my weapons and everything. Absolutely. I take a step outside the cell. Oh no, Daffikers! <laughs> Mog is dead. <laughs> How did he die, though? Uh, just doorway death, you know? Um, <laughs> we had all doorway death. We had a, we had a, we had a million <laughs> solutions to save me, but the DM just skipped five days, <laughs> and we couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, that's common, true. Common doorway death, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's just real common. No, uh, Mog is perfectly fine. Uh, just steps out through the doorway. I'm also going to use my psychokinetic <laughs> hand to quickly grab Scriff, and I'm going to basically move Scriff into the cell with Nono. You hear this like, <laughs> as Captain Phoenix just drags Scriff <gasps> along the floor. Oh, uh, I didn't it's... drag him. <laughs> Don't let him do that to you, Jamie. <laughs> I was fully having a moment, to be Phoenix honest, as, okay. as, as Nono doing the, the inner skitter, like, Put your bottom right hand out. Put your bottom right hand in. Like full hokey pokey <laughs> style. And then I hear this and I'm just devastated. Yeah. Phoenix would know not to hurt the tech. Come on. Okay. That's fair. He's not just tech. She didn't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so Phoenix gently lifts up this very heavy robot with her telekinetic hand. And, and and gently sets it down in with with no no. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome. So gentle with the robot. Uh, I would like to suit up, and then after I have my second skin armor on, take a look in the door. In what in what door? The, the door that the, he left. The, yeah, the entry left the door open. Yeah, or no? yeah, he left the door open. Yeah. So I would just um, like to peek through it to see. You see that there is a hallway. Um, it's pretty long. There doesn't seem to be any doors. Um, well, uh, there is one door, but it's much further down. And then at the end of it is a ladder leading up. Okay. Everyone listen. This is either two things. One, 
Detrian has saved us all, as I knew he would. So it's probably that one. Or this is some sort of game. What's this guy's name again? Zaylin. Zaylin, thank you. Zaylin Trinipol. Zaylin doesn't strike me as the type of person who would just let us go. It's a trap. It has to be a trap. Do we fall into it by walking out there? What other choice do we have? I agree. But... We did talk about, oh, um, Mog, um, might we take this conversation just this one time, just once, um, no other time? Um, maybe can we take this conversation um, into our heads? You are allowing me back inside. Just this once. Ah, I accept your invitation. <laughs> and then I'm going to talk through our minds. And I'm going to say, if we wanted to go with the plan that I was on his side, is it best if I stay? Hmm. I worry our success will drop slightly without you. We could use your leadership skills as well as your abilities in combat. I think if they wanted us dead, they would have already killed us. So while I am also suspicious, I do not think that if they have a hand in this release, that it will lead to our death. Well, everything leads to death now, doesn't it? Do we all agree with Mog then? Shall we go? They couldn't hear, only you could. <laughs> oh, I thought he did it to all of us. Yep, you said oh, to was just the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> And I wrote I, this. I don't like feeling left out. I don't like feeling left out. It makes me want to pout. I don't well, like feeling left out. That's very good because Delirious 2019 donated $5 for a stim pack to Jess for one more song. So you just did it. Congratulations. Oh, good. We've also been subbed by the Heathen Games. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can I go into the uh, Abedzigak cell and write down all of the <gasps> all the songs that she wrote? Yes, absolutely. You store them in your personal data pad, and uh, nice. You're, you're a fast typer too. Mom, do you like what you see? I do. <laughs> then I'm gonna do a perception check on the hallway and the ladder going up. Sure. And on the room just in general, because we didn't do that. Hmm, that's 21. Okay. Um, so, you don't hear anything. The silence is all over the place. Just nothing, nothing else is happening. The room that you are in, uh, like I said, it was four cages on one side, four cages on the other um, and a locked box, all of which opened by a mysterious button on the door that only appeared as, uh, as you know, this android pressed it. Um, there's nothing really in here. You might think that this room big enough that maybe it housed some type of monster at some point. 
you know, this place, the Warrens, has been well known. The, the military has used this for as a training facility when they had to keep these monsters somewhere. Seems like this might have been one of the places. I go up the ladder. You travel along past the room, um, the extra room that was down the hall, and you go up to the ladder. On top of the ladder, there is a hatch, which is closed. I open the hatch. Open the hatch. As you flip it open, the light extinguishes from where you're coming from, and you only see this dark room. I cast dancing lights. Okay. You cast dancing lights. About you, there is this room. There's uh, It's a big, wide open area, uh, but there is there is darkness around me. They float. Bob, are you going up there by yourself? I, f- I follow. Okay. Y'all following? Yeah, yeah, we're coming. <laughs> didn't know if anybody said anything, so... They just, just left. Just kidding, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> just don't want to intrude, you know? <laughs> the dark recesses of this room ever widen in front of you. A consistent drip plops in the distance. An iridescent glow from freestanding fungus occasionally breaks up the darkness, but it is few and far between. You walk, you come over to the side, and all of a sudden you see this, like, these two eyes light up. And they blink at you. They're glowing blue. Can my dancing lights go over there and illuminate it more? You go over there, and they, they shift over, leaving you in utter darkness. And all of a sudden you see this cage. In it, there are these lizards uh and the lizard kind of shrieks back at at the sign of the light and as it shrieks you see that there are just hundreds of little eyes that light up and they they kind of twirl together and then they disappear further into this cage hey ben i have dark vision 60 feet does that yeah. change anything for you oh, what yeah you i do see, too um, for you, what you can see, you can see that there are uh, a ton more of, uh, there are a lot of cages along the walls. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a power source or anything. Uh, roll um, survival check. Jessica, you have dark vision too? I do. My total is 18. I have low light, if that's at all helpful. Low light is not helpful, except when around these iridescent, um, these, these fungus. Um, what you are kind of putting two and two together, Detrian was leading you in a way that said there were three pathways up this mountainside, and one of them was the darkness. And you think that you are within the darkness. And these creatures are in a cage. They're locked in a cage, yes. What else is in this room? 
I mean, you just see that there are there are four cages all the way around. One of them is much much larger than uh, than the other, and doesn't really have. Um, it has like a, a one that goes up over the roof as well. The one that you were looking at was a uh, was a barred off one, and then there's one that is glass uh, to your far north. But the glass is broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to send my dancing lights over to the glass. Actually, I would have my dancing lights basically do a perimeter of the room real quick. Certainly. There's an exit to the north. There's an exit to the south. Uh, more hallways, it seems, but they just lead into further darkness um, as this place is devoid of light. And they go over to this um, they float past this broken glass, um, broken glass one, and you can see that all of a sudden there's like, okay, I'm freaking myself out here because Piper just scratched at the door. It <laughs> scared me so much. <laughs> but you, uh, your lights pass over this area, and you see that there is a there's like a, a malfunctioning data pad in front of in front of this broken glass cage. It flickers. It's light. No, no. Do you think you'd be able to see what was in there? Um, I could try. What do you need from me, Ben? Walk over there, and I would need a a computer's check or an engineering check. Either one. Okie dokie. Engineering's going to be a little bit easier. Okay, I'll do engineering. Uh, with my stem. That's a 12. 12. You are working at it, and you're you're not really making much headway. It's it seems like seems like you don't know what how to really fix it. You could try again if you would like. Yeah. Uh, oh. I would like to walk up to Nono as she's doing that and say, I think perhaps we should stay in pairs. Vesks can see in dark as well as Oshalu. Perhaps we could split and make sure we're always touching our partner. Body system. And then I'll just put my side up against Nono as she's checking it out. Nono's gonna uh, take her bottom hand on one side and just like grab Mog's like pinky. Okay. So she's still got five hands, but uh she's she's connected. Alright. She's a little scared, so Yeah. Okay. Uh eighteen. Eighteen. You uh you you take some wires and you kind of connect it to Scriff in a way just to like light up this screen and it it just it flashes a sign it says Akata (gasps) and it's then that you hear a And coming from the north hallway, those of you without dark vision, all you see are a pair of yellow eyes bobbing up 
and down, running at full speed. Those of you with dark vision, you can see the blue flowing nature of this creature as it bounds into the room. Let's roll some initiative. Okay. Yes, let's. This is the better Ooh. one. This is the better one. Ooh, that's great initiative from me. I'm not rolling well today. Dirty 20. <laughs> Ooh, a dirty 20. Okay. Yar, yar. Now tell but, me, with your dirty 20, Jamie, uh, what is your uh, modifier? Three. Mm. Oh, no. I don't like that he has to ask that question. Mm -hmm. I don't either. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So that's where you are. Oh, no. Uh, All right. Now, uh, who's who's next? Oh, I think I should go next because I got a Natty Six. Natty Six (laughs) for the good old Captain Phoenix. (laughs) Focused on those dancing lights. I like it. Mog? Mog can never go before his captain, so he rolled a natty four. (laughs) (laughs) It's true! What the heck? It's incredible. He is loyal. Uh, uh, Benzagak. I too rolled a natty four. Nice. (laughs) You guys! My modifier is zero, so... My modifier is four, so technically I'm an eight, but I just wanted to have some solidarity there. Well, this, just to let you know, this creature is going to go first. Um, so here we go. This creature runs at you, both Mog and, uh, Nono are there. So I'm going to roll a D2. One is going to be Mog. Two is going to be Nono. No, 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 no. This creature runs at you, runs up to you, and it attempts to bite you. Yum. I'm going to use my darkest dice that I have. That's a natural 19. So 27 against KAC. Oh my gosh. Um, You are going to take five points of damage. And I need a fortitude save. Uh, Would you say we would have healed up fully in our five long, arduous days? Five long, arduous days of resting. Yeah. I would say maybe it was smart of me to give you that time to heal up. But uh, others of you would like to be so aggressively angry that you didn't have one hour to break out of the prison cell. You're welcome, Sam and Katie. All right. (laughs) So I take five points. Take five points. And uh, tell me about that. uh, Tell me about that fortitude save. Oh, right. I was, I was hoping you'd forget about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Fortitude. I don't know why, but I am cursed as far as fortitude. Six. Oh, wow. Yeah, you are infected. Um, And do y'all remember when I warned you that dying is very difficult in Pathfinder? Except for the diseases. Because this particular disease, you do not get a latent period. Instead, you go directly to weakened, in which case you are sickened and fatigued. No. Let me just get those out for you. Sickened and fatigued. Um, So that, you know, 
you, you can have them because they're um, they're not good. Um, so sickened, you're gonna you take a minus two to any ability checks, uh, attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks and damage rolls. So that's sickened. Wait, uh, you said ability checks. Repeat the rest of it. Oh, just everything. Uh, saving throws, skill checks, weapon damage rolls. Um, but not attack rolls. Attack rolls, too. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. And uh, you're also fatigued, which is just so rough. Um, once I find. Oh, here it is. Uh, you're tired. You can't run or charge. You take a minus one penalty to your armor class, attack rolls, <sighs> melee damage rolls, reflex saving throws, initiative checks, strength and dexterity. So everything. Yeah, so you're taking a minus three to everything. Everything. just Except uh, for AC, which is only a minus one. Ex- exactly. You know what? Always looking at the positive side of life. That's why I like you, Jamie. Um, now it is your turn. Cool. Um, yeah, this clear, is... Sorry, does she have a disease or does she have these conditions? She has a disease. And oh. These are just the conditions associated with yeah. the disease mm-hmm. that we'll look mm-hmm. into later. Mm-hmm. This is the physical disease track, uh, which goes from healthy to latent to weakened to impaired to debilitated, bedridden, comatose, and dead. Do med AIs do anything against these things? Nope. Oh, poo! The remove condition spell is a second level spell that I cannot cast yet. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Remove Fine. condition would be nice to remove the fatigued or sickened condition. Oh, but However, it would not remove the disease. Uh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, no, no, know, it's your turn. I'm going to be positive because as a human, Jamie also has a disease and I live a great life. That's so right. Nono's going to be fine. Diabetes um, ain't going to beat you. Aww. Uh, so, no, no, okay. It's, it's like a giant octoscriff with angry Yeah, that's how I would put it. Um, so, no, no, is gonna draw her tack pistol. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the best thing I can do right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna shoot. Okay, right up next to it? Far away am I? I mean, it went, it ran up and bit you. Okay, uh, I'm gonna back away. Okay, and then I'll shoot. Okay. Uh, that's an eleven. That's an eleven. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. It's. I gotta tell you, it's really close, but no, it is not enough. Well, I will use my extra action mm. to tell Scriff to also shoot. Oh, okay. Uh, because normally by moving, I wouldn't be able to do that. But, you know. So, Scriff will take a shot with his hunting rifle. Okay. And that is a natural 20 plus Ooh. 2 is a 22. All nice. right. Yeah, that is a hit. Let's let's get from this critical hit deck. Uh, you tell me when to stop. I've got I've got it right here. Just tell me when. Stop. Okay. All right, this is a kinetic shot, so you're going to double your damage and also add this on there. This says, Flurry Fire. You can can apply the effects of Covering Fire or Harrying Fire to the target 
for free. To the target? Yeah. So, um, or just you can use your covering fire basically like against for free. it. Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, then I will do a covering fire towards it to Mog. So okay. Mog, you have plus two to your AC. Okay. Uh, and roll and your damage and double. Damage is max damage, 16 total. 16 total points of damage. This thing bites you, but man, you whip into it very, very hard. Um, and it is still there. It's still going. Um, mm. Up next, it is Captain Phoenix, or I'm sorry, it's a Betsagak's turn. A Betsagak, why don't you roll a perception check? Oh boy. If you say so. Ooh, 20. 20. There are two more behind you. What? Oh, two more Akatas <laughs> behind you. How nice. How close in proximity? Uh, well, they're about 10 feet away from you, uh, and they're 10 feet apart from each other. Oh, and they're gosh. growling and sniffing at you. Okay, so there's the one in the front, and then there's the two in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Riddle me this. I'm riddling. <laughs> Where are my friends? Are we like just surrounded in a circle? No. Um, so there are, there's one that is right next to Mog and Nono, just tearing them to shreds. You two stayed back a little bit to kind of, per, to kind of view the whole area. So you're about 30 to 40 feet away from that fight currently going on. You're okay. closer more to the southern doors, the northern one. That that was what this creature rushed out of. But behind you, now coming through the southern kind of passageway, is these other two Akata. They're quite tall, yes? Uh they are not very tall. Uh oh. they're they're like they're like dog sized creatures. They're medium sized creatures. Hmm. Um well that doesn't quite uh allow me to do what I wanted to do. But I can attack the ones behind me. Um, I would like to use my plasma bolter and I wanted to spin behind me, but like do like a like a half turn and just like try to get the, the bolt of plasma through them both as I spin. Okay. Through them both? Yeah, because they're both behind me and I'm spinning in a circle. Okay, so, so you're I am, trying to take two shots is what you're saying. No, I'm taking one shot, but I'm doing a swoop. That you're trying to curve your bullet? Are you trying, like, what are you trying to it's, pull It's here? like a laser thingy. I'm so, like, wouldn't it be able to go pew? <laughs> no, you can't curve your bullet. You're trying to shoot a whip? <laughs> what if I have cleave, Benjamin? You can't cleave a bullet. <laughs> Unless you hold it in your hand and slam it into them. That's true. If you take the bullet and slab it, slam it into them, uh, and and you, you you scrape it across their faces, but they're also not right next to each other. They're they're ten feet apart. I really wanted to do this earlier with the bad guys, but we just got locked in the cage too soon. Okay, fine. Um, first, I want to yell out to my buddy No No because I notice right. I notice yeah. No No is not okay. Yeah. And I'm going to say, no, no, if you need me to turn this rug into a papoose and stick you in my belly to keep you warm, you say the word. <laughs> and I'm going to turn around and I'm going to shoot the closest one behind All right. me. 
Take your shot. All right. So that's going to be plus my 17. 17 is a hit. Roll damage with your plasma bolter. I will. That's going to be five. Now, plasma, that is a combined fire and what is what else is there? Energy. And electric. Fire and electric. Plasma, electric, and fire, which is why I think it can move in multiple directions. Plasma, electric, and fire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't you roll a life science check? Ooh. Sure, yes, sir. you have life sir. science? Mm, no. <laughs> okay, then you can't roll it. Uh, but you see that this shot, like sinks into it. You said it rolls, you did five damage, right? Mm-hmm. And you see that it just kind of like drips off and slips off the side. What? It just drips off the side? Mm-hmm. Guys! This yeah. is bad! We move oh. on. Now it's Captain Phoenix's turn. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Did you want to use one of your BBBs or move or I mean? Do I have a BBBB. You do. Every you have a you have so much, Jess. You've got six stim packs, three anesthetic darts, four oh. med AIs, two light em ups, and one BBB and two points of inspiration. Oh boy! All right. Uh, I'm gonna uh, BBB this time with my Dashko because apparently the plasma bolter didn't. Work. Okay, the, the 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 you only get one action, so you can either take a shot or and, or you can move up and draw and hit, because you technically haven't moved yet. That's true. Move up, draw, hit. Yeah, so you can move up, drop and draw. That's your move action. Yeah. And, and then you use your BBB to hit again. You should use a light em up too. Oh, can I do that, please? Yes, you can. And can I use all six of my stims for this roll? You, yes, you can. You can absolutely can. I want to take them out. <laughs> okay. okay. Are you a yodeler now? What do you mean now? <laughs> 14, 15, uh, That's going to be a 22. 22 is a hit. Roll damage, nice. add your okay. extra D6. Is your Dosko is your Dashko that flame Dashko? Uh no. It's no, just a regular It's just one. a regular do- tactical Dashko. Yeah, I have the okay. flamethrower. I guess I should have used that. No, it's just the regular. Okay. Sounds good. Oh my goodness. Okay. Here we go. Ten. Ten. You do ten points damage. You see that this physical damage just really just connects into it and hits it extremely hard. Okay. Um, it does take damage. Next up is Captain Phoenix. Captain Phoenix, what would you like to do? First, I'm going to use my instantaneous action. Um, it is uh, an environmental spell-like ability, uh, which basically I'm going to cause the affected area to become difficult terrain. Ooh. And I'm okay. going to target that at the two that are behind Abedzegek and I. Okay. Um, uh, Abedzegek is now right up there with them, but you yes, have created different... Sorry. How far is that? Um, it's only... Uh, why doesn't anything tell me anything? Hang on. Um... You see that Captain Phoenix just kind of reaches into her mind, and you can see it. It looks like she's ripping from a different reality. Um, this this world that is suddenly appearing before you. It doesn't. 
Abedzagak, you're really the only one that can see it, but it doesn't look like the nice tiled floor that, that existed at one point. Now it's this sharp, rocky, jagged, obsidian-like steps that seems like it would uh, hamper any sort of movement, but it just appears from a different reality. Then I, uh, it, it does not say... Okay. Well, we'll say that this hallway is 20 feet across until we find out uh, how how much it actually does. We'll say a 20-foot radius. So uh, that would take up the entire hallway for a good ways. Okay. Um, so that will be first. And then I'm going to cast Junk Shard. Junk but Shard. First, I am going to move up so that I'm at least within... Uh, 30, hold on, five for two, so 10, um, 35 feet from okay. one of them. So you, you move up to where you're within 35 feet, so that's still outside. Roll your attack roll. Ooh, okay. Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19. This shard of trash just appears out of nowhere and just... <laughs> flings itself towards uh, this this Akata. Now, is this going towards uh, the one that was hit by Abedzagak or the one that is not? Um, the one that was hit by Abedzagak. Okay. It just flies over Abedzagak's head and just smashes into it. Uh, it gets a reflex save. That is going to be a 14. That is the DC. All right. So it passes. It takes half damage. Go ahead and roll me your damage. All right. I'm seeing what what bonuses I have real quick. Mm, try oh, I don't have any light on Bonuses, huh? Ooh. Ben? Yeah? I wish I could show this to you. They're all ones. I will three <laughs> ones. Can you see that? That's incredible. That's absurd. So it does one That's... point of damage. Um... But I do have a BBBB. Ooh, okay. And <laughs> I'm going to just do it again. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> because, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to use a stim pack on this attack roll. Okay. Um, I'll use, let's see, I'll use four. Four of them. All right. Okay. Oh, well. The impacts just in Captain Phoenix. What did you roll? Is a 13 total going to help me? 13. Yes, that is. This shard just flies through the air and smashes into this creature. But you do get another reflex. I get another reflex save. That is a 15. Can I sink it? I said it before. Sure, you sank it. But I'm sinking it times three. Okay. So that's still going to be a 16. Uh, but good use. I like I like the I like the uh, I like the uh, attempt. Okay. Well, let's hope I don't, don't roll all damage. ones again. Uh, Crossbones just gifted to uh, sub to Draconic Worm. So thank you so much. And we've been followed by Edgy Burrito. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So and- Ben, my dice yes. might be cursed right now, but <laughs> I rolled a six on one of the die. Okay. And then I rolled two ones. Ooh. Wow. So that's four, eight. Four points of damage to this Akata. 
Yep. Mog, it is your turn. By the way, I will say that no, no, you have gotten another Bitbox Battle Boss from Scott Denuso. So uh, thank you, Scott. All right, Mog, uh, what would you like to do? May I start by rolling a life science? Oh, a life science check, absolutely. Mm. And my oh, I rolled a four on the die. Oh. <laughs> but hold on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eleven. However, also my uh, my theme knowledge is to reduce the DC by five. So, in a way, it's like a sixteen. Okay, that's fair. That gives you two pieces of information. Nice. Or, I, I'm sorry, one piece of information. I will let nice. you know exactly what it is. It's an Akata. Um, but I will tell you that there is... What would you like to know about the Akata? Well, what were you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean I'll, I'll let you decide what you would like to know. Uh, any weaknesses or, uh, you know, what... I, I'll tell you what that disease is, um, if uh, you'd like. Well, yeah, I'm curious on some general information, but I am also curious on its weakness there. Ah, no, I'll know the disease. Mog will okay. know the disease. I think um, I know. The disease will uh, also kind of inform you about what these creatures are. So I'm glad that you uh, that you chose it. They have a thing called Void Bite. Akatas hold hundreds of microscopic larval young within their mouths. And they spread their parasitic offspring to hosts through their bite. Only humanoids make suitable hosts for Akata young. All other creature types are immune to this parasitic infection. This affliction is known as void death. Basically, if you die with void death, a few hours later, Akatas rise up out of it. Ew. Ah! How aptly named. All bad things should just be named death in there somewhere. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to... Okay, well, hold on, actually. So it came up to us. Uh, so I am uh, still holding Nona's pinky, yes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Nice. Uh, and is it now adjacent to me as well? Oh, yeah. Okay. I would like to take a guarded step, uh, but still stay adjacent to Nono so we can still be holding hands. Okay. Uh, and then with my other hand, I would like to reach out and mind thrust this sucker. Okay, love it. You reach out to its mind. Gets a will save. So here we go. 21. That hits. Uh, I rolled a nine. A so. nine. So half damage half as you damage. just try and burst into this thing's mind. And you, in fact, explode this creature in front of you. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, it is dead. Oh, <laughs> uh. Cool, cool, cool. And okay. as it explodes, you can see these tiny, like, little small wormish creatures, kind of like silkworms, just wiggling around on the floor, and then they sputter and die. Gross. Yeah. Um, <sighs> uh, can I, I can't check her out. Can I do a medicine check on her? Uh, medicine checks usually take a, a bit longer than uh, than awesome, one awesome. sort of action. Um, take about a minute. I'll go ahead and just stay here. I'll give up my move action. Okay. Well, your guarded step was your move action. You know what? My guarded step was my move action. So I'm going to go ahead and end my turn here as I have done all of my actions. That's that's great. I was just wondering if you were using your BBBB, but uh, that's perfectly fine if you're not. 
I'm gonna Do save it. it for I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for the next round when I can. Okay. Blow, okay. Can okay. Doubles. Um. All right. Well, it's my turn, and this creature's right next to a Bedzagak. Uh. So this seems like a good opportunity to to just bite, bite, bite. I was so close to a natural 20 right there. Oh, uh-huh. it was, it fell on it and then fell off. That's going to be a 22 against kinetic armor class. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. Hey, why don't oh. you, uh, why don't you roll me that? Uh, Ooh, that good old nasty fortitude save. Oh God. Okay. What do I modify with that? Your fortitude. Oh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Just found it. Sorry. I panicked. Okay, 13. 13. 13 is a pass. Yeah. <laughs> so you're A-OK, but you do take eight points of damage. Okay. And since I'm here, uh, and I have a BBBB. I have three anesthetic darts. I have three stim packs I have that none. fly out of your drone that has been turned back on attach itself to this Akata and just into it and it gets all jazzed up but then all these anesthetic darts just shoot from it and stick into it kind of temper that behavior doesn't matter though because I'm coming in to bite you again no I might not have gotten you 17 against Against KAC That hits exactly. I'm going to need another fortitude save. Oh, Oh, boy. By the way, you you have a dart that flies out of this this bot, and it sinks into your flesh. (gasps) And then it... And you feel just a little bit more dull on this roll as you've been anesthetic darted. You're rude. Wow. You're so mean. Uh, my fortitude's 14 on that one. All right, you're fine. Boy, oh boy. For right now. The other one is in difficult terrain. Uh, and it sees it sees the captain just lobbing these terrible monstrosity chunks at it. Um, and instead of uh, going up, you see that it uses its claws and it walks over to the wall and it starts climbing up the wall. Wouldn't that be difficult terrain too? But it's got a climb speed. So it's, uh, it, it's very lucky that way. And then it starts crawling along the roof or the ceiling getting to you. Wait, hang on. Cause this also says that it, it affects, uh, land speed, burrow speed, climb speed, fly speed, and swim speed. Fair point. Touche. Then it, I didn't know that. So it <gasps> tries to do that, and but it feels these obsidian shards just like shooting into its hand, and it screeches and howls, and its eye, its yellow eyes widen in anger, um, and it, but it's still crawling up on the ceiling. But now it's just angry on the ceiling. <laughs> and not as far, hopefully. But the good news is, is that Willow Ridley is the new Bitcox battle boss and has given Katie a, <gasps> uh, a, a extra action. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, and speaking of uh, Nono, which I didn't, but Nono, it's your turn. <laughs> cool. Um, how far away, what position and how far away am I to the other two now? Because Mom feel, killed the ones, the one that was right here. Right. You feel very, very tired. Remember, you're going to move. Uh, I believe you move at half speed. You didn't say that. You nope, just you said don't. I was tired. You're very tired. Um, yeah, you're you're okay. You're just tired. Um, but you uh, you're further away. You're about you're about sixty feet away from these two combatants that you see. Abedzagak is going after a yellow-eyed nothingness in front of it, in front of them. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. Um. Then. No, no, will uh, activate her energy shield. Okay. And this like force field just appears as she pushes a button on her belt. Uh, <clears throat> and she will instruct Scriff to move around Mog so she can continue holding on to his pinky and provide a. Some harrying fire this time. Ah, does does No No say anything, or is it just like, or does No No scream it? Surprise fire! <laughs> That's uh, what I was waiting and for. And it'll give a Bedzagak a plus two to their attack. Awesome! Awesome! Yay! Okay. Speaking of Abedzagak, because Abedzagak was spoken of this time, uh, Jess, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Oh, God. Okay, so we got the angry fella on the ceiling, uh-huh. right? How uh-huh. high up is that? Uh, it's about 15 feet. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, I'm going to let him just be angry up there because okay. there's this other one, right? Yeah, right in front cool. of you. Cool. Okay. Maybe a I'm couple just... of times. I'm going to give a good swing at it because now I'm upset and I have two extra points. <laughs> you want to use that light em up or no? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Okay, so we're going to put... <laughs> I hate you so much, Bench. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's going to be 18. 18. 18's a hit. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know. And uh, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. You kill this one. Yay! Yeah! Yeah! All All thanks to Nono. There you go. Oh, I want to say to it, I didn't even need to use my super weapon. And then I want (laughs) to kick it. But, like, not actually, because I don't want to touch it. (laughs) Okay. All right, that's fair. And as you would like just crush this thing's face in, you see that like its body kind of dissipates and like just flops away. And underneath in its teeth, you once again see these just worm like uh, creatures as they I look away and then they 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 die. No. All right. We move on. It is now Captain Phoenix's turn. Oh, would you like to move anywhere? Beds again? 
I would like to move as close to Nono as possible. Okay, so you're trying to get out of the difficult terrain over towards Nono. Uh, you won't be able to get there the whole way because you got half movement through 20 feet. So, um, so it's going to take you like all of your movement to get out of this difficult terrain. <sighs> okay, it's worth it. Yep, it absolutely is. All right, and uh, now it is Captain Phoenix's turn. This thing has anger in its eyes at you, Captain Phoenix. What are you going to do? Cool. I'm going... How uh, how much closer did it get to me on its turn? Uh, it got about 10 feet. Okay, so I was 35 feet from it. Now you're 25 feet. Okay, I'm going to back up another 10 feet. Okay. And I'm going to cast Junk Shard. Okay. Oh, the is this a new spell? I'm just kidding, Katie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> For a second, I was like, oh, man, are you okay? Just pulling from a different reality, another just piece of junk comes flying through the air. Why don't you uh, roll that attack roll? Ooh, okay. That's a 14 on the die. Plus all right, all right. 17. Okay. Um, I'm getting my reflex save here, a 16. Um, yeah. So it's going to take half Jeez. damage. You're rolling really well against my attacks. I, I don't am. like I'm using it. These, uh, I'm using an, another set of Q Workshops dice uh, mm. that I got from uh, this year's PaizoCon. They had a new Starfinder set out, so I went ahead and got it. And I, that's what I'm using because they're very dark. Hmm. Okay. Dark. All, right. All right. Better damage. Six by four. That's what Six I rolled. Six by four. Wow. Okay. So 15 so 11, points of damage. Yeah. So total of seven points of damage when halved. But also I have a BBBB. Okay. So you just want to move again. Okay. I get it. You can move wherever you want to. Oh, good. Um, Can I, can I roll to see if there is a type of damage that these creatures are more uh, susceptible to? Do you have a life science check? Do I have a life science check? <laughs> no. Okay, then no. Great. Cool. Then I'm just going to try to do it again. I don't have any anesthetic darts, though, to dart you. So, oh, well. Is Officer Mim still helping me? No. I'll, I'll yeah. dart him for you, Katie. <gasps> yes, okay. I'll use my two. Ooh, I, I rolled a 16. You can't, so dart, you can't dart my roll. 19? Sure we can. No, you can stim pack your roll. We're you darting. have three stim packs. Darting would be making my rolls go small. Right. We want you, t- your oh, AC my reflex to- save. Yes. I want my reflex save. I want your down. reflex save to not be so good. I gotcha. I understand now. All right. So you rolled a what to hit? A 19. 19. That is a hit. Here comes a minus two on this. So <laughs> 18 total. <laughs> Jeez, I don't like those dice, Ben. Yeah, I know. They're pretty nice. All right, here we go. Well, okay. You're going to take four points. I rolled eight, so all right, take four. Four points of damage. Um, all right. It is Mog's turn. Uh, so a Benzigak moved up here, yeah? How yes. close are they to No No? Uh, they're still about t- 20 feet away from No No. Okay. And how far is this creature from me? This creature is 20 feet away from a Bedzagak, so 40 feet away. You <laughs> see that they're about 40 feet away from Captain Phoenix as well. On the ceiling. 
you know what? I would like to ready an action because I'm not going to let go of Nono's hand. Okay. So I would like action. to ready um, an action, a mind thrust to when this thing gets within 30 feet. Okay. Uh, it is its turn now, and it crawls as fast as it can along the ceiling. Closer and closer, you see it edging its way to Captain Phoenix. Um, it does get within 30 feet at this point, so Mog, you are capable of mind-thrusting it. If you don't do this, I am going to just crush into Captain Phoenix. Maybe. I do it. <laughs> okay. Will save. Up. Yeah, I'm gonna light him up as well. Mm-hmm. I only got a ten on my nice. Save. Well, I cool. roll a four on the damage. Yes. Plus my plus- light him up. Plus my light him up. Okay. Which I roll a three, so that's seven. Seven points of damage. Now, sir, yeah. can I BBB this ready to action? Well, I would tell you that you could. Except for. It had exactly seven hit points. Nice. Left. And you kill the final Lakata. Hey! Yes! You did it. Congratulations. The Akata is dead. The Akata is not a. Yeah, there it is. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Akata enchilada. But. Nope. I don't want to eat it. Akata <laughs> matata. Akata matata. <laughs> But I will tell you that the the damage might have already been done. As you look over at Nono, and Nono looks in bad shape. Can I do a medicine check? Yes, you absolutely can do a medicine check. <sighs> 16 on the die. My total is 22. 22. You can tell that Nono is infected with void death. Um, yeah, and it's it's pretty nasty. Um, there's no way if you had removed disease, you might be able to take care of it. Right. Um, in right now, the only hope is that Nono can survive. You can help. You can aid with medicine checks uh, with a night of rest. And I'm talking like it would take full bed rest. You can't just be like at the end of the night. I'm gonna help aid you like, with full bed rest. You might be able to help Nono get over this. But um, bed rest is different than an eight-hour rest. Bed rest is like 24, 24 hours, hours rest. What if so we should go back in the cell for a little while? And then get locked back up? If somebody comes and checks? I'm just joking. What I will say is you do know that based off your medicine check, it's going to take multiple saves to make this thing go away. If she misses once, it goes, she goes further down the track and she doesn't heal and she has to start all, all over again. I have a med kit. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. How about we as a team, uh, we know that no, no, that we need no, no. We need no, no's intelligence. We need no, no's friendship. But maybe if we can let Nono sleep in a rug papoose around my neck for a full day, she could get some uh, some of those uh, healthy points back, or at least buy us some time. Does anyone have a Z-Quill? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do they have those in things in space? I don't even have any whiskey left. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm talking so bad for my dog. She is so scared of the fireworks that she's hiding in the closet next to our board games. The closet has like this much space in it when the board games are in there. And she's just like pinched herself in between the board games. Oh, it's like there's so many fireworks. Cool it with the fireworks. Uh, what is it? The Fourth of July. <laughs> we sold the mild intoxicants. Otherwise, I could take that. We sold them. Yeah, way We're back terrible. when. <laughs> Poor puppy. Um. Yep. Remove affliction is a third level spell, so I don't get that till level like what is it? Seven. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. If I go in a rug papoose, can Scriff try, because he has limited AI, try to listen to someone else for 24 hours? We- <laughs> it's a possibility. Rug papoose. How are you even going to make a rug papoose right tell, now? I'm going to tell you right now. I thought about it. So I'm going to take my dashko, which has a blade on the end. I am going to rip the rug in half. because This it's is the thick. rug. You're well, going to rip if, it in half? Yes. <gasps> to that's save the no-no. Whole, yeah. That's the whole point of the rug is to save the people. So you I can fix it with eye on tape later. Right. Wow. Or I could you know get my <laughs> Amazon delivery of my rug cannon later? It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Slice it in half, okay. tie it around the end so two ends go. So obviously they're thinner, so they're a little easier to finagle. You right, tie right. them in the back around here, kind of like you know a Hawaiian style sarong, if you will. You crisscross it in the front, and then you bring it around your waist and tie it in a knot. And then I pick up Nono and put her. Inside my little pocket right here. If somebody isn't drawing a Benzagak with Nono <laughs> in a rug papoose right now, I don't know what anybody's doing. I and can't. I'll cut three holes on each side so she can stick her little arms out. <laughs> this is just a variation of the Chewy plan, but now you're Chewy with C3PO on your back. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Exactly. Here's what I'm going to say. Yes. Yes to the rug papoose idea, uh, because it's it. And I'm going to even give it a little bit of a benefit in the saves. I'll give it a plus one to the saves. Great. Because of plus the rug one papoose. to emotional support. Emotional support plus one. Uh, and, you know, I, I love it. Uh, so you you have the rug papoose. Uh, script can be operated. I, here's your only downside to the rug papoose. You are going to be no no is going to be up in battle whenever it happens because Bedzagax is going to run up in there, but no no is going to be right in the mix. Other than that, I'll let no no do everything. I'll let no no operate Scriff. I'll let no no fire weapons. Um, but you're going to be in danger of getting hit way more often. Or Bedzagax could hang back. Right. I'm holding the baby. <laughs> And what? You and we can take turns. No, we can take turns. Yeah, that. Yeah, and if we're in the back, and I can shoot and cast spells and just hold you, and then we swap. They did it on an episode of Xena. It worked. Asef E says, "So what's the AC AC bonus for Skittermander armor?" (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. No, but I agree. We can take turns. And I could hang in the back and we could remote control Scriff to do battle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever I love this. we should decide quickly and make our way out of here. We must get Nono to a bed. Um, can I make a suggestion? I thought he said vet. Vet? <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that. Hold on. Did you mean a bed like me or like a bed? No, Katie, a bed. He thought, Katie thought he said vet. Yeah, because he said a... bed. I know. Oh, at... So does he mean a bed or to a cot of sleeping? Because <laughs> the point is that she could go to sleep. If I'm holding her. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We get it. We get it. Um, can I suggest something? Yes. I don't know. You have a disease, so you can't. Yeah. Okay, um, I can't ask you to do that because you got to go choppy things up, up in your faces. Go chop them. I could just like throw choppy thing. But... I held Mog's finger and I wasn't scared. Maybe Mog could hold me. That's a better idea. Mog, this rug is very heavy. Mog, how strong are you? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what, what, what's your mind? I'm what's safe on my own. What's no, your, no. What's your strength score? Ten. Ten. I'm sorry I brought it up. Mog Ma- cannot carry. Uh, oh, uh, come on. Yeah, no, no, papoose. All right. Uh, I'll work all six. <laughs> what about what about a no, no backpack? <laughs> uh, even like carrying. No, it's no easier to carry something creature. on your back than it is on your front. All right. So, no, no. What is your like? How much does no, no weigh? Like 35 pounds. 35 yeah. pounds, which is like four bulk. It's three bulk. All right. And I'm pretty sure with a 10. You can only carry three bulk without being encumbered. So um, I put. I don't have. Wait, I do. Yeah, I have, you have, I have things. I will give them to a Benzagak. I have a battle staff and a basic kit. Those are the only things that require bulk. Everything else is light. Well, Why light bulk I when you just wrap myself in the rug and ride Scriff. Or I that. mean, right now we're we're talking about a papoose. Uh, I you know. <laughs> Uh, you can you can ride Scriff if you want to. Uh, I'm oh, making a GM call, okay? You do what you want. The only way I'm going to give you this plus one to the rug papoose is if you're riding on a Bedzagax belly. That's what okay. it's going to be. I'll take a Bedzagax belly anytime. <laughs> Sam is like, come on! I wanted to carry no-no. But we'll pass her over if we need to. Okay. Turns. She just won't get the plus one. Yeah. Which again goes back to, we must get out of here quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm just sawing my rug in half. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are we, go ahead, what, does the southern or northern do- door look like, like which one looks like a way out? So there are dark hallways both ways. You would either uh, have to travel through them or maybe roll survival checks okay. in order to see which way is best. I can roll a survival check. Okay. Hmm. 16. 16. Uh, north would be the way that you uh, had headed in order to get into this facility um, all the way from when you got into the Warrens. So you would think that 
if you continue to head north, like that's that's the general direction. It would probably lead up and out. South, uh, south is the direction that uh, you would take if you just wanted to go back to the beginning. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody. You're just she's. I know. My dog's that's crying good. at my door. She's so scared. Oh my okay. god. She's, she's just panting. All right. Thanks. All right. This is a mess already. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you decide what you would like. I think we need to go north. I'm also going to put on my uniform again. Hold on, I can hear Ben yelling from the other room and something went wrong, so give him just a second. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah, okay, I'm back now. <laughs> so Katie said she was going to put the uniform back on. Oh no, that uniform's gone. Ah, oh, okay. Mm. Then I'm not. Alright, we're going to go out that northern door. Um, uh, we should perception? a Bye. new walking order. Now, okay. with Nono on a Benzigak, I will be in front. Uh, oh. Squiff, you go take care of him. Mm. Squiff will be with you, Mog. I could use all the help. So it's me and then Mog and then everyone else? Uh, yeah, that's what it seems like. If you're in front, then I'll be in the back. Okay. <laughs> I'll go into the You back. can go in front. You can go in front. I'm very happy for you to be in front. I just wanted them to be in the middle. Okay. Scripts um, with Mog wherever he goes. Okay. Uh, so you're traveling along. It's it's very frustratingly dark. Um, those of you, even with dark vision, it only goes a certain amount. And these rooms that you're heading into, they are they are wide and cavernous in their nature. Um, you do see that there are bars and and some of the cages have been opened. Some of them remain closed. Some of them are empty. Occasionally you see creatures within as you're passing along. Uh, everybody roll a perception check. Ooh, that's a nat 20. 22. 17. One. Nat one. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, Captain Phoenix, uh, you're looking around and you you and Nono kind of just spot out this, like, dead body on the ground. And, and all of a sudden, you see another, and this is when Mog and Abedzagak just kind of stumble over them. Uh, and you see that they, they look pale. They look sick. And from their stomach is just bursting forth this no. wound. Um, but what's interesting is that their heads are caved in. Now you would think that, uh, after, after the things that you have just fought that, um, Mm -hmm. these obviously were, were void zombies. These were creatures that had been killed by Akata, by the disease, uh, and Akata had burst forth from them. And they were walking around as zombies, but something has concaved their skulls in these these two dead Lashunta. Great. Onward. 
you keep walking onward. In the distance, there's ever a clip, clip, clip falling from the from the ceiling. It's some distance ahead of you, but it's it's really the only sound that you hear. And you you just keep walking forward and through. Everybody roll one more perception check. I'm going to cast my dancing lights again, too. Yeah, I'm assuming you have your dancing lights Good job, Captain. Nine. Eleven. Eleven. What'd you say, no, no? Eighteen. What'd you get, Sam? Twenty-eight. Whoa. It's at this point that you are... You're standing there and... All of a sudden, Mog gets like this, like drip that falls on his head, and it it slips down his body, and it's slimy. It's it's not very good. It's just it's kind of gross. Um, and then it drips some more, and then all of a sudden, there's just this plop onto his head. And as you all turn and look, you see this green sort of oozy creature has just dropped on top of Mog's head and it looks like it's trying to wiggle its way into his ear. Ew, and this is what it looks like. No! Uh, yup. So, uh, why don't we all roll another initiative? What? Uh, oh, ew, ew! We should have rested! <laughs> Maybe you should have taken your 10 minute rest. Ooh. Uh, 17, huh? I am so mad. I got a Mog 8. Is that also with your minus 3 on there, Jamie? That's a 14. 14. (laughs) 10. Good old classic Mog 8. And a Benzigak, 10. And a Captain Phoenix? 19. 19. Sounds good. Uh, real quick, we're being raided. Kuraku Zero. Yay! Oh. Hey, thank you, Kuraku Zero. Aw, yay. And they said, enjoy your session. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, so nice. We're about ready to get into, uh, get into it. I'm about ready to take over one of my players' bodies. No! Plopping Please. onto you was the surprise round. So we'll start with the uh, the next round. It is Captain Phoenix's turn. Captain Phoenix, you see this creature on top of Mog. I'd like to figure out what it is. Okay. Uh, I need a life science check. Great. <laughs> you don't have life science. Get out of here. Can't I just roll it flat no. and not add anything? No, because it's a knowledge uh, okay, uh, so I know nothing about it. Uh, but using my perception and my eyeballs, does it look like you can like s- like stick your hand through it? Is it like that squishy? Or yeah, I mean, it looks pretty squishy. <laughs> a little gelatinous, kind of squishy, uh, kind of like Jello. Does it make a sound? Oh, I really want to be 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 right about now. I should have saved that. <laughs> Is that a good sound for you, Jess? It does make a sound. Or do I have a BBBB? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you who has a BBBB. 
me because no. Crossbones just gave it to me. Come on. <laughs> um, how much would you say this creature weighs? Oh, I mean, it's pretty small. It's uh, it's a uh, it can't weigh more than uh, it, it weighs. It might weigh about no nose weight, maybe a little bit like thirty five, something like that. Oh, that's how much does Griff weigh? Griff is a machine, probably about one hundred and fifty. Oh, cool. Well, my um, psychokinetic hand lifted Griff earlier, so yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's a you know there's a weight limit to that, so maybe is there? I'm not sure up. what it is. <laughs> shut up, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, GM rules, right? Hey, you know, GM rules, and I'm going to look up psychokinetic <laughs> hand right now. Probably like five pounds. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's probably like five pounds of unattended material. Yep, that's right. I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, while you're looking that up, CJ1163 has gifted two more subs. Yay! Wow. And if I remember from earlier, CJ1163 has done a lot of gifting subs tonight. Oh, uh, that's but awesome. But we are back above 200 subs. Ooh, oh, nice. Good job, everybody. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. This is so hard to look up the word psychokinetic with a very frightened dog in your hand. Uh, Jamie, how, yeah. many, how, how much does psychokinetic hand uh, you hold? You got it. 35. You know, Katie, psychokinetic whatever. Psychokinetic hand yes uh ookie dookie is one unattempted object of no more than 10 pounds or one bulk <laughs> yeah, yeah got it <laughs> this is definitely more than that <laughs> okay go for it what would what would mog do to remove it is it like a escape check like I mean, a escape artist? I mean, it would be it, it. Technically, it has like a grapple. I oh. want to do something stupid. I love stupid things, <laughs> but I don't want to uh, kill Mog. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You know. You got. I mean. Oh, you gotta do stop what you it! Do. You got to do what you got to do. Well, we could always hope that maybe Mog can get it off before it. This happens. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ho- hopefully, because it's crawling into my mind, it'll be a will save. I don't think oh. so, but <laughs> we can only hope. What if, okay, what would I then do if I, I wanted know, to but go... you got six seconds. Hang on, I'm oh, God. What I want to pull it off of Mog. What would okay. that require? Uh, a grapple check. How do I do that? You just make an attack roll, and it's got to beat my KC plus eight. You roll uh, that twenty. I, I'm okay. I'm really afraid because Crossbones is about to do something. Mm. Nope. Anyway, uh, Crossbones says Twitch isn't letting me do something. Crossbones, what are you trying to do here? No. Oh boy. Uh oh. Here's what I'm gonna do. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Sorry, Mog. Uh, Phoenix hasn't slept. She's been in a jail cell. I have nothing else I can do. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go over to this creature and I'm going to. Pull a pin and a shot grenade and stick it inside of the creature. Okay, you're oh. going to go up next to the creature. You're going to pull a pin on the shot grenade. And I want to put it inside of it. And you want to stick it inside the creature. Yeah. That's a lot of actions. Okay. Fortunately, I will. Uh, you have an extra action. I'll you allow do? this to happen. Oh. 
because I'll allow you to pull the pin on the grenade and like, cause that's your, you move up, you pull the grenade and it's ready to go. I'll allow you to give you, I'll, I'll allow you the extra action to, uh, to make that happen, but it's going to take all three. Okay. And then I'm going to need you to roll an attack roll. Okay. Is this a melee or? Yeah, it's a melee attack roll. Okay. Uh, 15. 15. Sorry, Oh, God. 15 is not enough. Okay. uh, It bounces off of the creature (gasps) and lands on the ground. Huh. Mm. (laughs) I need another extra action. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Wait, but hang on. We have a new bit boss. Hang on. There's a new bit boss. Yeah, and guess what? They gave the extra action to me. No! Nuzo gave an extra action to Mog. Oh, okay. Mog, kick it. (laughs) Run away. Kick it. All right. uh, So let me see what this shock. Why don't you tell me what this shock grenade does? Oh, God. Shocks thing. (laughs) Oh, wait. I forgot to add my attack bonus to the shock grenade. Well, that would be important. What did I tell you it was? 14? You told me it was 14. Then 16. That's that's exactly what you need to you stick it in the thing. Yes. Yay. And it explodes. Uh, but you are all right next to a grenade. Um, so uh, fun. It does one d eight electricity damage in the range of fifteen feet. Now I would assume that everybody is within that range. Um, oh God! Really? So uh, let's uh, all. Everybody roll a reflex save. Oh, God. What, what, what do I roll? A reflex save. Oh, thank goodness. In a papoose? In a papo- uh, you, uh, why don't I let a Benzagak will we'll double your... Uh... Okay. okay. I'll roll for Scriff, though. Okay. Okay. I, I got a six, so... You guys oh. love grenades, and I'm telling you, grenades are extremely dangerous. Uh, I got a 17. I would like that to go to Jamie. Oh, no, that that works for both of you. You're able to oh, take okay. half I damage I roll twice. from this uh, from this grenade. I okay. got a two. Script I got is a, um, electrocuted. Twenty three. But yeah. can I give a point of inspiration to Sam so he can re-roll his low number? You absolutely can. Yeah, I'm going to use my other point for uh, Scriff as well. Thank you, Katie. My reflex save is really bad. <laughs> Okay, I hope you do. Do you need more? Is it enough? I rolled a seven, so. Use your seven. Oh, wait, Uh I'll give you three. Oh, that's not going to help. And I'll give you two of mine. I have two points of inspiration. I think it might be better for me to just use the meta as it's been given to me after I blow up. Wait, but if she gives you a point of inspiration, you can just keep re rolling. Re roll again. But we need those for when I need to grapple this thing. It's 846. I think you should take it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do you guys do? I rolled a seven. That's what I did. Okay. What do you want to roll a D8? How many have just been used on me? Am I re-rolling again? Yes, you were re-rolling okay. for another time. All right, here's yeah. my second re-roll. I rolled a 13. Okay, that is a pass. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, and Joe. the only one who takes yeah, full damage you, is Scriff and this creature. Uh, so, I re-rolled for Scriff and Scriff cragged it. Oh boy, Scriff cragged it. Uh oh. Um, so let's go ahead and roll that damage. It's one d eight of electricity damage. 
So Katie, that's that's mm. for you because you're the one Great. doing this damage. Yep, yes I am. Oh wow. Seven. Um Okay, all right, seven. Seven points of damage. And then half if we pass? Half if you passed. Rounded down or up? Rounded down. Cool. Cool. That's just my shield. Yep, there you go. All right. We continue along. Now it is Nono's turn. Nono, you are in the papoose. Fun. Um, You just see one of Nono's hands reappear with her uh, pistol. Okay. And out of the papoose? Yep. Uh, I don't even know what to do. Is it like on his head? Yeah. On his head. Um, then I yell to Scriff, suppressive file! Um, for myself, giving me a plus two on this attack. Okay. Uh, Because I'm going to try to just pop this thing. Love it. Next to Bog's head. Love it. But I'm really tired. Okay. 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 We're good. So I get a plus two, minus three, plus four. <laughs> so a total of plus three to this. Yes, thank you. Total of 19. Hey, that's a hit. Roll okay. your damage. I didn't kill Mog. Three. Three points of damage. All right. We continue along. It is now... Abedzagak's turn. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, uh, this thing is like made of jello, right? Yeah, it's it's a jello creature. And I'm a space lizard and I have long spooky claws. Yeah. Great. So spooky. Cool. I would like to try and shove my fingers (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) and try to like squeeze it apart okay absolutely um okay roll jess you make this game so hard because i have to make up all sorts of rules because nobody has ever thought of squeezing this ooze to death i mean if you saw that thing like you wouldn't just try to like i probably want to know what it was before i squeezed it but absolutely i'll have you roll a uh a CM, uh, you're going to try and basically grapple this thing, but I'll allow you to do squeeze damage if you do grapple it. So you are you are okay. trying to hit its KAC plus eight. Huh. All right. Okay. So, <clears throat> okay. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. Mm, 15. 15 will not do it. You're just trying mm. to scratch at this thing, but Mog like ah! Mog's kind of shaking, shaking his uh, you know oozy mandibleish head around. Uh, so you know you miss. Do you want to move anywhere or do anything or? Gosh, uh, can I? Would it be an extra action to try and just punt it. <laughs> to try and punt it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be an extra action. Dang it. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move back and protect Nono. Would it be okay. an extra action to do an extra action? <laughs> uh, Mog, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, 
I'd like to life science this thing. Okay. 17 on a die. Okay. Plus six. No. And, and plus it's seven, five, five 24, less. Five le- 24 is my total and the five less DC. Yeah. Okay. So you get three, uh, three pieces of information and I get to know, I get to tell you what this creature is. This is called body snatcher slime. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Nice, nice. Nice. So, uh, what do you want to know about it? What are my options again? <laughs> well, I mean, you could you could know it like uh, what its defensive abilities are, or its immunities, or uh, its abilities, or what's its best okay. save. Let's, let's start with abilities. Okay. Uh, so the abilities are. Um, sorry, my dog is. Yeah. I know she's, she's really really nervous. <laughs> Uh, so it does have this ability called uh, shared, it's a defensive ability called shared body where if it gets in your body uh, it it can take a certain amount of hit points and it, it'll split whatever it takes damage wise between you and the uh, between you and the creature uh, that, or between you and the slime then the other part of it is it does have body snatch uh, so it does it will try to take over your body if it hits you. Uh, it also is a ooze. So it has all of the ooze immunities. It is immune to critical hits, paralysis, poison, polymorph, sleep, and stunning. Gaze abilities, illusion, visual effects, and other attacks that rely on sight. And it cannot be flanked. All right. Uh, let's talk weaknesses. Uh, it's weaknesses. It is not weak to anything. <laughs> Except Super for squishies. Powerful. Except for squishies. Uh, all right. And I got what, one more. What am I? I'll align. No, that was, that, I gave that was you all it. of them. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. It's neutral. I know. Uh, okay. You know what, guys? I'm going to, I'm going to mind thrust it. Okay. Yeah. Why am I rolling a die? <laughs> I D20 uh, for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You absolutely right. did. My damage is 12. My DC, my will DC is 14. Okay, so here we go. Uh, 18 on the die. I'm loving this die. So it's going to take half damage. Okay, is it still on my head? Yes. All right. BBB. BBB. And what, how mind- much damage did you roll? I, I rolled 12, so 6. 12. Okay. I'm going to BBB and mind thrust it again. Now, this okay. is my last spell of the day. Go ahead. Eight. All right. I get another. Thank you uh, for the BBB, by the time, way. This time, it only gets a 12, so it takes the full eight points of damage. Is it still on my head? It is still on what? your head. Uh, all right. I'm going to BBB again. Uh, once again, <laughs> thank you all so much. This is why they get saved for this moment. <laughs> and then uh, I would like to abedzigak species it and try to rip it off my face. Okay, roll your attack roll. Uh, it's so bad. <laughs> 17 total. 17 is not going to remove it. From what if I give him three of my wow. stim packs? 20. You can do it. But it won't do anything. Oh, great. 
KAC plus eight does not get you 20. You're looking at this creature, this green ooze, as it as it just is on top of Mog's head. And as you're looking at it, a huge hammer comes crushing out of the sky what? and <gasps> squashes it right on top of his head. As you kind of take a moment to, to breathe in, you, you look up and you see this blue android with, with orange hair. He's wearing nothing but a loincloth. Shut a, up. A metallic loincloth. Shut up. And this huge metal maul. And he says to you, My name is Killer Robotic Android Guy. <laughs> but you can call me Crack. That's right, we got Crag in space! Crag in space. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Whoa. <laughs> I am actually shocked. And just to let you all know, next week we will have a special guest star. We will have the one, the only, Eric Raddick, who played Crag <laughs> for years on Dragons and Things playing Killer Robotic Android Guy. <laughs> That's a good and, and it's your birthday! <laughs> then we'll see you next time for some more Things in Space! With more crag. More crag. This and time we're coming more crag.